Welcome back to Married with Children, the podcast, and uh, been a couple weeks, Callie, since we have yeah. been on air, and it's been even longer since we've had people in studio with us, so yeah. I am very, very excited about today's episode. We have with us today Jamie, Denny, and Amanda from Thank God Cancer Saved Our Divorce. And I have to say, and I'm just going to open it up like this, that has to be one of the best podcast names I've ever heard. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, oh. We had to come up with the name that we thought captured our our story In a nutshell. the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let's, first of all, let's go around. Denny, you're right here to my left. And Amanda um, yes. is down here in the green. And then Jamie is over by Callie. Um, let's just start at the very beginning. How, how do we end up with, well, first of all, what's the backstory that ended up in a podcast? Oh boy. So, well, I mean, when Jamie and I have a daughter together, her name is Audrey. Audrey is five years old and Jamie and I actually adopted Audrey, um, from when she was born. So we've had her together. We wanted to have kids. We couldn't. Um, so we adopted a child, um, and there's kind of a funny story that kind of goes along with that too. I'll tell in a minute, but, uh, so we have this little baby and as things happen, things weren't working out between us. So we divorced and we, as with any divorced couple, well, are we still a couple at that point? Um, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I love how I love how you had to ask that. Yeah. And Jamie was pretty confident. Yeah. That, oh, no. yeah. She has no, no. problem. I, I was <laughs> hearing it the no. whole way here too. <laughs> so, but we we didn't make we didn't work out, and um, so we tolerated one another. I moved on to a relationship with Amanda, and uh, Jamie is in a relationship as well, and we. We were cordial to one another, but it was forced. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anybody listening that's been divorced or ever been through a breakup, you know you know what I'm talking about. And uh, in moving on with our lives, Amanda and I were actually taking a little vacation, a little quick trip to Tennessee. And, you know, Jamie did her best to continue to be interjected and would call and text. She just wouldn't leave us alone, ever. That is such a lie. <laughs> she wanted to stay relevant. <laughs> just kidding. So I was actually, Amanda and I were in the um, aquarium, and I was getting ready to take a picture of a shark. And when I just was getting ready to hit the button, it came across my phone and said, Jamie is calling. So I thought for a second about bumping the call because you that's know, what it usually does that's, you know? what I, <laughs> that's what i would normally do and did you normally do that when you were married as well uh-huh yeah. uh-huh, okay. uh-huh. and then he'd get like 30 calls after that right because if you're gonna bump it you know just let it go to voicemail don't yeah. hit yeah. the yeah. actual bump button because then i'm like oh he's <laughs> yeah. not wanting to answer yeah there's gotta be a reason <laughs> i i always just try to hit the the silence so that yeah. it'll go yeah, to just, voicemail yeah. just the button on the side but when so you hit the yes. wrong one and you're like oh, oh. dang it now yep. they know <laughs> i'm by I've, my now phone i've done it mm-hmm. now i've done it so then you send a quick text like uh in a meeting <laughs> oh no no can, can I we keep talk calling. Text? yeah i keep at, calling at this point you're gonna answer yeah you're gonna answer so all of this actually goes through my head in this moment, and so I thought, all right, I'll go ahead and answer. Hello. And on the other end of the phone, uh, Jamie, I could tell immediately that she was kind of trying to contain herself. 
and she said, hey, um, what are you doing? Which is how she always starts <laughs> off. And I said, well, we're just hanging out in an in aquarium. We just got here. Why, what's up? And she says, and she took a long breath. She said, uh, you need to start making your way home. Well, with Jamie, as par for most of our marriage, but that could mean anything from, you know, I I dropped a bowl full of cherries or I you <laughs> or know, our daughter has cancer you know our daughter that's, has cancer. that's the range yeah so <laughs> and the and, spectrum all ends with you need to come home yes. Yes. you're not you're not supposed to ask questions I'm not giving any more detail yep. yeah. it's just this is the but expectation you know you, you have to think about it um I'm alone and usually we never go to doctor's appointments alone even when we were just kind of okay we with each other, each other yeah. yeah and so I'm at this appointment alone and I have the biggest news I think, you know, you're ever going to hear as a parent ever. Mm-hmm. And I've got to somehow, because I know his reaction. It was, I know how he is with his kids and how emotional he gets. And I thought, I don't know how he's going to make it home. I don't know how he's going to drive. Right. I don't know. That's yeah, a you long. Don't, you don't want him freaking mm. out right. and driving yeah. erratic. And, and he's like, just tell me what's wrong. Anyways. Too late. Yeah. And I'm like, um, well, I'm, I took Audrey to the doctor because we were waiting until he got back. Um, for a well visit because we thought she had a nutrition problem and he was like um, what's wrong is she okay is everything okay and I'm then I just break down yeah. I mean yeah, I she just burst I, out crying and she said they, they think she might have leukemia uh, cancer yeah or yeah cancer and you know I heard that news and at first you know it took me a couple of seconds to really process what I'd heard right and so we we uh, I turned to Amanda and no, you didn't turn to me and say anything. Maybe in your head you did. You just said, we're leaving. You know, you have this finger motion thing. He does thing. that every time. Yep. He's like, let's go. When it's go. time to go, wrap and, it up. And, <laughs> and we sprinted backwards out of the aquarium. Yeah. Me trying to keep up. Yeah, we, Which also has to give you anxiety in the sense that right, you really no don't know what's going on. Right, because I have no idea what's going on. I just yeah, know we're leaving. And that was, you know, looking back, of course, I don't know how I would have done it any differently. But as Jamie had said... We had talked about because Audrey never really ate. She her she was getting more pale. She's very lethargic, is what we were having mm-hmm. big issues with. Is she wasn't she was sleeping all day, not wanting to play. Yeah. And that's just not her. Even our teachers were kind of mentioning, "Hey, do you think everything's okay?" We even had signs looking back that we we just didn't pay attention to. Well, she had, she was a sickly infant, so mm-hmm. we had been yeah. in the hospital when she was six months for a week with um, a kidney infection, E. coli, yeah. and. Sepsis. Sepsis. Yeah. And then um, then she had mono when she was a year. And then, so it was like, I thought it was mono again. But then she had dis- the distended stomach and all that. So I, and then she turned gray when they were gone. And my mom said, okay, I don't think you should wait for the well check appointment. Because, well, we were going to take her to a nutritionalist because we thought, well, all the kid will eat is a hot dog. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe she's maybe missing something. Maybe that. Yeah. yeah, so we and wanted to take her. Let me ask you this real quick, because we have a, a good friends who um, just last year, their son was uh, diagnosed with childhood leukemia. Mm. And, you know, I, I think that was one of the things that they really beat themselves up on was, you know, did we wait too long? Did we not notice yeah. that? And, you know, I know Kelly and I have had that conversation, even having conversations with them. You don't want to overreact, right? Because mm-hmm. you know every bump and bruise, and yeah. I mean we've got two boys upstairs that if everything that looked weird or came out weird or that 
that's honestly where I that's was where we because yeah. I would take her to the doctor and they would find an ear infection or they right. would find a cold. And so we'd never go any further after that. So it was like, oh, or we started going to the ER because she said her parts were hurting. And they would say, well, she's constipated. And I would buy that because I believed it. I, I yeah. would say that too. And even, you know, you know how families can be, right? So she and I are split up and Jamie and I are split and Audrey's going to and from. She was just starting to see... Bruising yeah. everywhere. Yeah, there, was, there was one day she... In a transition, she came home with bruises all over her legs, and we're like, "Well, she must have done something at Jamie's." Well, my or, mom, or yeah, who oh, sent yeah. the picture? Somebody sent me a I picture. I asked, and then we sent them I, to your mom if she had had them. I sent the pictures. You sent pictures to I me. I gave her a bath, bruises. and she had bruises everywhere, and I'm like, "What the heck is going on?" <laughs> and so then she sends it to me, and she was like, "What happened?" <laughs> I don't know. I promise you. I mean, it looked like she'd been in a car accident. It yeah. really did. Well, and, and I'm sure even because you said earlier. Um, Jamie, that you you knew how he was with his kids. Mm -hmm. That's got to be tough for you, too, because I'm sure that you you never believed, even being split up, that he would do anything like that to hurt his kids. But you're in this moment of you don't really know. Because you're not there. You're not there. there. And and they have um, uh, Audrey has a stepbrother and he's um, a year older than her. But, you know, was he playing rough with her? You know, uh, Mm -hmm. are you? My thing with Denny was, are you watching her? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah she was always very snappy about mm-hmm. those things, and I think it was just protective mom. Oh yeah, status. You know what? I, she knew that I would never hurt him or never allow her to be hurt. Um, but she still, you know, I, the the text with the pictures was a spot accusatory. <laughs> it was. So I, you know, that but that was the nature of our relationship at the time. So now right. fast forward to we're in Tennessee, and she's back in in Rucheville or Kokomo, and uh, at the doctor's office and she tells me hey they think she may have cancer and I I still remember to this day the tunnel vision that I got at that moment and I said I did turn to you Amanda I think I did say let's go I mean very little yeah and then she I think when we got in the jeep um, I think by the time we got in the jeep we had more of a story because at that point we did have everything loaded in the car because it was our last yeah, day we were already leaving we were and actually talking about getting another hotel and staying one more night. Uh, psych. Right. Uh, <laughs> and you had me pull up navigation. And yeah. that was when you had to tell me, no, no, we're not navigating to home. We're going to Riley. Riley. So, which is a, you know, the big children's hospital. Mm-hmm. And so we literally, um, I was trying to get pulled over so I could get an escort. So I, I think it, any other time you're not trying, you make yeah, it just fine. It just happened. <laughs> it, that that is something too because when we had our first son, who's five now, she had some complications, um, and he was born about a month early. But they came in and told us that they were either going to helicopter her to St. Vincent oh. or send her by ambulance. Oh my! Why well, couldn't ride with her? And mm-hmm. we weren't even prepared to go. So. I raced home, and I drove up 65 north, and I'm not kidding. I ran 95 miles an hour to 100 miles an hour from Seymour to Indianapolis. Same kind of thing. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. fine. Pull me over, and I'm just going to say, I have to get to St. Vincent. Never saw a soul. (laughs) It's funny. I saw a couple. I saw They were blurs. They were blurs. I saw them. We were were going through the mountains um, in Tennessee, and I'm just watching the – thermostat gauge on the jeep to make sure it doesn't overheat because we're we're well over 100 yeah I, the entire uh, time going through the mountains we probably averaged 
95, I would think, because I made it. I was only an hour or so behind you, wasn't I? Um, yeah, by the time... Yeah, they hadn't even admitted her fully by the time mm-hmm. we got really? there. From Tennessee, yeah. yep, because I, I knew she needed dad. I knew yeah. she needed me, mm-hmm. and I was... I, nothing... There was one. There was one big accident or something construction. Yeah, where traffic was stopped, and I took us through county roads. We had to. We navigated off the interstate, back through the county, and popped right back on. I mean, it was maybe took us twenty minutes uh, of additional time, but it, if we would have sat there, it would have been hours. Right. So, yeah. So we we navigated back. Um, I, she, I, I still remember Amanda said, I looked and it either said 90 or 103. Every time I looked, we were just, we were moving. Um, so when we got to the hospital, um, you know, she, she needed her dad. She put her arms up. I, I could cry now even talking about it. You know what I mean? And she made you lay in the bed with her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. She made me, I had to stand there and she was, you know, a million degrees it felt like and. You know, you could just tell by looking at her that, you know, Jamie had made the right decision, taking her to the doctor. And, uh, you know, envision all of, you know, you, Amanda and I were there and Jamie was there with her mom and her dad and, you know, some other people that had come to support. So, you know, as with divorce goes, that family doesn't necessarily want to have a ton to do with me. And they especially don't want to have a ton to do with me and and me, my new girlfriend. <laughs> so you know, it was it was a little awkward, but it was. you know, because Audrey was involved, I was going to stick in. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't going anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. So it it uh, it continued, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, once we got our room on the fifth floor, which was the you're staying here for a while, get comfortable. Yep. And. I think there was always like six or seven people in the room constantly. So that six or seven number she's talking was about was always is, my family, is t- us two, and whoever else was with them. Yes. So if the number's eleven, it was nine to two. Yeah, <laughs> it was always always just us versus everyone else. Is yes. what it felt like. Now my mom and her husband came and they spent a little time up there too. We did have that, but it it became and to be honest, at some point it felt like. It, it, you know, looking back, you know, we've worked through all this, but it felt like they were almost trying to get, trying to make as big make of a us show uncomfortable as enough to where mm-hmm. we would leave. Not consciously, maybe, but that's just what it felt like. And so we hung and, in there. And I think that's a great point that we don't talk about enough is, um, you know, you said maybe not even consciously. I, mm-hmm. I think that we, we do some of those things and don't even realize it. But when you're on the other side of it, we all think that yeah. there's this grand master plan against right. us. Like, right. like Jamie, you and your family huddled up outside and said, this is what we're going to do. Here's I'm the not going to lie. That it probably happened. happened like that, actually. <laughs> but, but, um, they didn't huddle up outside. I could have seen. They did it in the car on the way there. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, no, uh, it was a very tense situation. Um, not necessarily when Denny and I um, would communicate, but when the two of them were involved in, in with my with me so and your um, family yeah yeah so it was i think a lot of my family not only came for the support of audrey but also the support for me because uh i was sort of talking to the um my boyfriend who i'm with at the time so it wasn't it wasn't as um serious as, serious what we as are. Yeah. that so um i know and, a lot of them were there to be like are you okay with this i, say, I mean like and and so like he had the support of you uh-huh. and it was like 
if I'm sure that they felt that if they weren't there, then it was like two versus one. Right. Uh, I mean, and they were leaving me to fend for myself. Honestly, it was. I mean, while I think it started out unconsciously, it was somewhat adversarial. You know, everybody was kind of staking their claim and who's going to stay the night, who's yeah. not going to stay the night. And if who you do stay the, the night, room, who's who staying where? And it actually just raised my hand here. And I, there was one time when I thought that there were too many people in the room and I snuck out to the nurses and got it cleared out. I said, when hey. we say too many people, there was like 15. <laughs> oh, there was. It's, it was a party mm-hmm. in there. Always. Now, she has a fan club. I mean, yeah. that's all there is to and it. Audrey, to be clear, it wasn't a deal where you know audrey's laying in there and we're all moping around we just even her family and i we've never operated that way i mm-hmm. you know i'm not the type of guy that is you know i'm just going to lay in there quietly and you know i make jokes out of some of the most uncomfortable Absolutely. moments and up to and including you know we'll talk about it later i'm sure but audrey when she lost her hair you know mm-hmm. we don't we don't pretend that it's still there you know we 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 didn't coddle the situation at all right you know and to this day because of how we handle things she's not bothered by anything you know you can call her bald all you want because dad does yeah you know what i mean and so you've taken away any pain that she can feel Mm -hmm. from any of those right no she's proud of it she'll tell us back that she uh she did it for she, some McDonald's. Yeah. That and you know we're just jealous cuz we didn't lose our hair too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's so that's you know we had that situation where we were all there together and um it was kind of it wasn't working that we were going to leave but it you know you could feel the pressure was continuing to mount and one night to to Amanda's credit because I think Jamie's made this pretty clear that if it was if the if the coin was flipped, it would have never happened. But, you know, it it came down to one night where Audrey was in a room and only two people could stay. It was one of our last nights, I believe. Yeah. And we were like, all right, so who's staying now? Because I think we'd both stayed an equal number of nights. Because we would try to switch on and off because we had the Ronald McDonald house, which is amazing. And um, I had gotten food poisoning. And so I was stuck in the room for like two nights. So my boyfriend and I stayed at the Ronald McDonald house and they stayed in the room because they didn't know at that time exactly what was wrong with her. So I had to stay away because I was sick and her immune system was down. And so I finally felt better. And then we switched and they stayed in the room and I stayed with Audrey. And then one of our last nights, Amanda's like, why don't you both just stay in here and I'll go home because um, she was going to go home and see. We hadn't been home mm-hmm. from Tennessee yet. Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. We, had, we, ended we up went being and gone bought clothes. Three weeks. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two and a half by the time it was done. Yeah. So we stayed in the room together. And I, uh, when he says, I would never let it happen, there is no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I no. don't care. Yeah. What <laughs> she's saying happening. is if, if she's my girlfriend and Amanda's the mom. And, you know, there there isn't any, yeah, just stay in the room with your ex-wife tonight. Absolutely Go ahead and Absolutely not going to happen. Not so I really, at that point, um, my thought of Amanda was, wow, that's pretty mature because, you know, I wasn't it. really like that. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I get that. Yeah. So I thought, okay, well, that's good. Well, we had talked about a lot of stuff and we had worked through a lot of um, the issues. So it was... Um, maybe we can at least try to be more than cordial because we're going to have to go through this for the next two and a half years. Yep. It's not like it's going to end anytime soon. We're going to see a lot of each other, uh, you know, hospitals, doctors' all of appointments. That. Yeah. So, um, you know, we did that. Next morning, 
um, I think I opened up a little bit more to Amanda. You did. And then um, I actually let her talk because there are times that she was like talking to the doctors and I'm like, okay, (laughs) shut up now. (laughs) On our podcast, we do on Thank God Cancer Saved Our Divorce. You can go there online, by the way. Thank God Cancer Saved Our Divorce dot com. And we're everywhere. One of our episodes um, is rules. There's always rules. And that that stems back to when Jamie approached Amanda for the first time she laid out several rules you can be involved in Audrey's life just don't touch her hair you know here's a giant list of things this was before she had before we knew she had cancer and you know you can be involved in Audrey's (laughs) life but don't touch her nails yeah and don't pick her up from school and you're not going to be called mom you're not going to be mom (laughs) you're not going to be stepmom you're not going to be aunt Amanda, which was weird. I don't think I said that, but I don't know. I'm so sure you said that. You're not going to be mommy, Amanda. You're not going to be, you know, I was very, well, you know, I can't have kids. So um, I waited 20 years, 28 years to be a mom. So once I got that, I was like, "Uh uh-huh, I'll be damned if someone's taking my position. Exactly. Yeah. And that's got to be even more, and I don't want to make it sound like it's even stronger for you than if it was your own child and you Mm -hmm. could have kids, but, but you're exactly right. You, you went through, because not to come back all the way to that, but there's pain associated with when you find out that you can have children. Absolutely. And, and you, you go through that, and now you have her. And and our adoption was not easy. It was not easy. And so, and then we split in, betwe- in between it. So it was like, you know, my whole world got turned upside down, and now it's being turned upside down again. But now here we are, and Amanda and I like each other a lot more than we like Denny, so. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the one on the outside. That, that is, <laughs> that's that. pretty typical, but <clears throat> Jamie, I want to ask you this before we go on, because we, we talked about, you know, that kind of breakthrough night when Amanda says, why don't you both stay in the room? And obviously that probably was what started to dethaw the, the, the layer there, but was that enough for you to start opening up and seeing that, okay, Amanda truly has what's best in Audrey's, you know, life in her in her mind. That's she truly is just here because she cares. Yeah, um, I think that um, I and started. I'm glad you didn't say. Well, I don't know that she still does. So I'm glad. <laughs> <it didn't go laughs> that. Which is usually what would come out of my mouth. Um, no, I started seeing it actually. Um, I went down for lunch. My mom and I went down for lunch one day in the hospital room and I came up and for a while we had to wear gowns and masks while we were with Audrey because um, at one point they thought she had some um, virus. And so yeah, it actually turned out to be leukemia was what we were hoping for by yes. the time it was over with. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, she was sitting there and she was, you know, talking to her and playing with her. And I was like, you know, she hasn't even been home to see her own son at this point and she's here and she's sitting with you know audrey and she's playing with her and she's you know she could have gone home Mm -hmm. you know and so at that point i think i started seeing you know she really does love her and um so that was a little bit easier but i was still like yeah but you don't get a say you know (laughs) and and how does that that's fine you can sit there you can sit there and play with her while i'm not here but then you need to shut up and go away yeah and if i walk in the room you better stand up and move yeah (laughs) no how did your support group react when you started talking to him and saying you know and did you say you know i'm starting to see that were they supportive of that other direction or because i know how i would be actually i've got friends i'm extremely loyal i think i would be the person that's like don't trust it they're gonna hurt you don't trust it i think it was more of don't trust denny and mm-hmm. less of don't trust Amanda because she's good, but he's pulled the wool over her eyes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. She, she'll learn soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She'll figure it out. So it's like, you know, 
Um, remember, you know, Amanda is innocent in all this. Um, and, you know, she's she doesn't know. And Denny's the manipulator. So <laughs> it was, you know, try to treat Amanda with respect because she doesn't have to be here. So my mom opened my eyes to um, opening up to Amanda, really. That's my, a really mature way to look at it, too. Because yeah. sometimes it's just team Denny. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, That's yeah. Right. They're yeah. all exactly. bad. Yeah. yeah. And my mom loved, loves Amanda. I mean, mm-hmm. she just, she made joke after joke with Amanda and she would leave the room, they would leave the room and she's like, oh, I really like her. I'm so, it's too bad she's marrying Denny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to hate her for the rest of her life now. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's too bad this is the last time we'll ever be able to talk like right, that. Right, right. <laughs> So um, she would, you know, even at like doctor's appointments and stuff, my mom would come in the beginning because she didn't want me to be, you know, two on one. And um, she would come and Amanda would talk to her. And, you know, my mom and Amanda were like best friends there for a while. And my mom ended up, you know, not coming as soon as we got closer. And it was like, you know, we're good. Yeah. So, you know, back to almost the original question is what got us here. So we would go, we we kind of banded together and we started, you know, the company I work for, a lot of my associates bought, they did like a fundraiser and sold shirts, you know, mm-hmm. uh, hashtag team M for the win was our, you know, thing. So everybody could follow and watch the progression and everything like that. So they had shirts made and we were, we would all wear these shirts to the doctor's appointments and it got to where when we'd go to the doctor, they were looking forward to our visit. Yeah. Because, you know, we didn't come in and sit and cry. We didn't, not not that there's anything wrong with folks that do that, but we just chose to handle it differently. So we would go to the appointments with the doctors and we were all wearing the same shirts and we had a good time. And even when Audrey wasn't feeling so good, we didn't allow her to sulk. Mm -hmm. No, not that we said, don't do that, but we just, we saw her a different uh, we showed her a different way and the nurses and the doctor would come in okay so who are you with are you the mom they would, they and would they like get know. their crayon and piece of paper out to draw a map yeah. of who was with who and <laughs> what the relationship was for a flow everybody. chart yeah. a flow chart they're like so you guys all can sit in here I'm like yeah we're you know we're good wait you're joking with each other now because Wait, some of the jokes they would be like ah, i don't know if that's okay to laugh <laughs> yeah so they would come in and is this real or yeah. sarcasm yeah. So yeah they would come in and i mean we would say some pretty awful stuff to each other i oh, think yeah. jamie said the worst you know that i gave audrey cancer well okay so we had we always joke about that but the moment we joked about it in front of one of the nurses she kind of swung back her head like did you just say that yeah. did and you just blame it on him <laughs> And I'm like, absolutely. He went to Tennessee and she totally got cancer. It was yeah. his fault. <laughs> if he wouldn't have left. As soon as he crossed the state yep, line that was from it. Indiana so to Kentucky. It. She had cancer. Did it. Funny story. Uh, sorry, honey. Jamie and I went to Tennessee too. That's where he takes all time. of his girlfriends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they cleaned that part up for your podcast, guys. I want you to know. <laughs> so we, Jamie and I had went to Tennessee when Audrey was about six months old. Mm-hmm. And when we came back from Tennessee we came back early because she was young and we missed her we got back and she'd stayed with a friend at our house and we got there and she said well she's she's got a little fever and we're like okay how bad oh I think she just doesn't feel well I gave her Tylenol okay so she was teething she was teething so we just thought normal stuff and I am that dad I am the one that says come on she's okay give her some medicine everything will be okay so we uh 
<laughs> she takes her temperature. It was this was at night, right? Yeah, it was like it, it registered at like 104 <laughs> on our thermometer. Oh, we're not done. And I was like, Denny, I, she's shaking. So she was kind of seizing a little bit from her temperature being so high. So he's like, okay, take her to the emergency room. If anything is wrong, I think our thermometer's broke. She's fine. Take her to the emergency room. If it comes out as anything, I'll come in. Is this, this is talk, you're talking about when you go? Because you go to the doctor and they say. No, I don't go to the doctor. You say that I did. So I go did. to the. No. This is why we're divorced right here. <laughs> no, this no, is no. why. It's not. Um, so I go to the ER and this is when we were in the hospital for a, a week with her kidney infection and everything. So he has to come. She's not up to date on her shots. She's got to get a spinal tap. I call him. I'm like, her fever whoa, whoa, is. Whoa, a- whoa, whoa, whoa. You're blowing that story. See? No, hush. This so is she why had a, he doesn't let anybody else tell stories. Yes. This is why I am the storyteller on our He podcast. doesn't always remember things. But she had a fever of 108.0. Oh so she, hold on. <laughs> so she goes, I'm putting a door in the house, right? And she's, she says, I'm going to the doctor or I'm going to the emergency room. I said, okay, call me if anything's up. So she gets there and she was, Audrey was laying on the couch and taking short jerky move, move, uh, movements. And... I did think, you know, I didn't know what that was all about, but I thought, you know, she was just sick. So you have to keep in mind, our house to the doctor or to the hospital is about 15 minutes. And about minute 16 from being gone, she calls. So that's how that's how Because they took her temperature when you first check in, and they're like, no, oh, this can't be right. It can't right. be right. So they take her straight back to her room, and I'm like, Uh-oh. She calls me, and she says, yeah, if you don't sit at the emergency yeah. room, yeah. Right, that's never good. Right. So she says, you need to you need to get here right now. It's kind of a theme. And <laughs> I said, uh, why? You're never there when she needed you. <laughs> yeah. I know. That might be why you're that's divorced. <laughs> Thank you. At least somebody else sees it. Gosh. Dustin. <laughs> so... Um, she she calls me and she says, "Hey, you need to get here." And I said, "Why? What's up?" She said, "Her her fever is 108." And I said, "It's you mean 100.8?" Yeah. And she said, "No, it's 108." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" So I rushed there, and she's right. We There's do like have six to give, doctors in there. They are nurses. everywhere. And I had to hold this little girl yeah. who I love, and I had to fold her up like a taco, so that they could do the you spinal tap. You fold a taco like this. It- well, I guess yeah, so, yeah. it was. I, I would have spilled everything out of the taco, but yeah. that's, I folded it. Can we not up. refer to Audrey as a taco? <laughs> <laughs> Why? We made her a baby burrito. That's true. So, but, so I even remember while the doctor was, was doing the spinal tap, you know, they I had to hold her and she was struggling to breathe. Uh-huh. I hated every, it, it's, it traumatized me, it really did. And I looked at the doctor and I said, is she going to be okay? And she said, we I hope so. Yeah. They uh-huh. said, oh, we don't know. They've never seen that. Yeah. Um, they so, all thought the thermometers were broken. I don't know how many they brought in there. But anyway, fast forward. You know, she she's fine. People talk about us. They should, oh, she has a fever. You should have seen this infant we had one time. So she had room, a 108 yeah. degree fever. And I'm like, yeah, I know that was us. They're, yeah, they're, that we're was in our hospital room when we stay there a week. And they're coming up and telling us about the new hospital record of a fever. They'd take oh her temperature gosh. and they would say, well, you know, it could be worse. It could be this little girl that came in. And we're like, yeah, it could be because it is. Maybe you should read. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> a, not re- yeah, that gives chart. you a lot of confidence yeah. in the right. and things. So she started out, you know, kind of going through, she had those moments. And I still feel like I was horrible dad. I'm not, you know, I had boys when I was a younger man. My, my kids, we have kids that we share. My oldest son, our oldest son, is between the three of us, is 22, and then 20, 
and then Amanda and I share Braxton, who's my stepson, her son. Uh, he is six, and then we have Audrey, who is five, and we have a baby on the way. And I say all that to say this. Braden and Garrett, our oldest kids, I'm, I'm familiar with the equipment. So when it came time to change diapers, no problem. I still feel like I caused her issue because... You did, and cancer. <laughs> you see what I put up with? <laughs> so you, you don't have to laugh uncontrolled or nervously at that. It's really okay. That's what she said. But I, you know, not understanding how to clean girls up, baby girls, I feel like I I caused that one a little bit. So little I guess infection. we really have not answered your question. How the podcast happened was the nurses at the... Um, at the oncologist would always come in and be like, we cannot believe how well you guys get along. Like we have to kick parents out of the room right. so their kids can For get fighting. treated. Yeah. Like, you know, a kid, Audrey is scared in general. It's all the time. Mommy, is this going to hurt? I'm like, yeah, it's probably going to hurt a little bit, you know? And they would look at me like, why would you tell her that? Because it's I'm better like, than telling her it's not going to hurt. Yeah. Right. Because it's, because then she'll believe she never you. Yeah. Because yep. it's going to hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, they were like, we just, we really can't believe that you, you all just get along like this. And we're like, well, you know, we really don't have a choice. And so we'd go out to restaurants and stuff. Cause then we started having like, um, what fundraisers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So we'd show up at fundraisers right. together or, um, we did pink heels came to our house. Um, Are you guys familiar with pink heels? Uh-uh. Oh my goodness. It's a great or- yeah, organization. It is. Um, it's a big pink fire truck and they visit people who are ill, cancer, anything. And they get to sign the pink fire truck. And it's like this whole parade. Really? It's amazing. Ours wow. came from Texas. Yes, ours it? came from Texas. Yeah. Now we have a chapter in Howard County, actually. But ours came from Texas at the time. And that was like our first big, um, well, our first big fundraiser that we did together. And yeah. um, the paper was there interviewing us. So yeah. we all kind of had to mesh together at that point in time. And it was still a little tense, but not too much. Um, and then we all went out to Hacienda, um, together after that because they were going to sell t-shirts and stuff and they were giving some of the proceeds to, uh, pink heels. Mm -hmm. So we all, um, went there. I think you and I shared a margarita. We did. We did. We shared a liter of margaritas and we were sitting there and, you know, we always make things awkward for everybody else. Oh yes. That's (laughs) the only way. You know, Audrey was sitting over there with them. Their son was sitting with me and was Caleb there? No, I think it was just us. Yeah, it was just you. And so their son's sitting with me and they're like, oh, your kids are so cute. And I'm like, well, you know, he's like, that's my ex-wife. This is my kid. That's our kid. And she's like, oh. Watching everyone, watching everyone try and do the math when I have a kid over there that's older that I say is mine. Mm -hmm. And then a kid over here that's younger that I had with my ex-wife. This is my new wife. About to be my new wife. They're all trying to figure it out. So even when I introduce during our podcast, I'll say, you know, uh, to my left, I have my ex-wife, Jamie. Say hello, Jamie. And then uh, across from me, I have my next wife, Amanda. And (laughs) so that's, you know, that we like to own the discomfort. That's Mm -hmm. something I've always said. Own the discomfort. So how old was Audrey when she was diagnosed? Three. Three. So you're, you're two years into this. May 25th of 2020, we ring the bell. As long as nothing goes wrong. Okay. Yeah. So. See, that's that. It's it's. I guess even more touching to me because, like I said, we have a five-year-old yeah. upstairs. So, yeah. for me, as I'm thinking about your story, I'm thinking about him being three years old yeah. and what we were going yeah. through and those kind of things along that way. And I, I just I can't imagine you know some of the stuff that you're you're talking about because you know knock on wood we we've been blessed that 
he has been – I mean, both our boys so far have been very healthy. Um, and so I just can't imagine that what you guys went right. through with that. So yeah, it, it was definitely – you know, it, it, it's life-changing, and it changes your perspective on a lot of things. You know, I – it's funny because I told you that whole story about Tennessee with both of them because now we're all afraid to go to Tennessee. Yeah, well, no one's allowed to go to Tennessee. What's happened every time we've crossed the state line. Actually, yeah. Amanda and I have made one trip yeah, there we made a redemption successfully. Trip. We went cave diving there and everything turned out okay. But, you know. I don't I, think you dive in caves, just so we're clear. What, what was it? What did we do? It was what just was cave it? exploring. Oh, cave exploring. Okay, you're right. See, I take it from there's both of them. There's not a lot he, of water to do diving in. Too bad he didn't dive in a cave, right? <laughs> See? Sounds so like they're going to invite really you to hang out. They, yeah. do. they do. We and do. We that's do. the scary part. But yeah, The next trip to Tennessee may be your demise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No ideas. Amanda, you ready? Right? No ideas. But, yeah, so we, you know, we've, having my two older boys, I almost took for granted that they were you know that they were healthy and happy Braxton you know our son he's healthy Audrey's on her way now I've got another baby coming so of course it's it's always on my mind now because you're now aware you know how things can be and it's it's brought definitely a different perspective to my life oh yeah and Amanda I'm going to ask you this obviously both have already said how mature you were through this but as their relationship got better and they went from just being able to tolerate each other to, you know, get along. Did you ever have any concern or reflection on that thinking, maybe this isn't good for me, maybe this... Ooh, that's no one's asked that question yeah. yet. No, I that's think a everyone's good question. been too scared, probably. <laughs> well, uh, I, I Dustin usually, is usually the one that he he'll just a, be like, I, 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 hope, yeah, I usually hope it doesn't offend you, but no, I'm gonna. No, that's ask a good it. question. No, I'm pretty open with things. Yeah. So, so are we? <laughs> so I. I so it's it's one of those things where communication in your relationship and trust is key. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have a solid relationship where we can trust and openly communicate. So if I'm ever feeling uncomfortable with something, I know I can say something to him and step it back. But I'm also, I've always been a very independent and very strong-willed person. No. <laughs> so so when I when I look at a situation and I know that the outcome and what it ultimately leads to is better despite my discomfort, I fight through it. And I don't have any issues doing that. So so even though, you know, like the night in the hotel room, there were or in, it wasn't a hotel room. The hospital. Yeah, I doubt we'd have been able to stay together in a hotel <laughs> in room. In the hospital room. I'm guessing. In the hospital room. Um like there was some hesitancy there, but at the end of the day it's what was necessary. And so yeah. I was able to I'm able to put aside, you know, anything like that and just trust. And and I think that's so tough for anybody. I mean, myself included is what you just said is even though, you know, there's discomfort there, it's it's working through that discomfort. I think so often we just want to be comfortable no matter what it means to everything else. But to know what was best was for both of them to be there in that hospital room. And even though you're uncomfortable with it and there is discomfort, you needed to work through that to the best of the ability that you could. Right. And I, I always did my best to not, because, you know, you kind of talk about the dynamic when things were uncomfortable between the two of them, but on that side, you know, for every, every time there's a new woman or boyfriend or whatever in a divorced couple's life, that person adds pressure. So I didn't want to add additional pressure to him on, on nitpicking over little things that really didn't matter when he was having a hard enough time managing the relationship here and doing 
everything that we could to make sure that we had a relationship with Audrey, Mm -hmm. you know, because that was ultimately more important than than anything that I could have been worried about. And I got to think for you, you know, today, it's got to be better like this than if it was still animosity and hatred. Oh, boy. Yeah, because I'm slightly crazy. (laughs) You know, I get the crazy baby mama, you know, um, a little bit. When she says slightly. (laughs) She... (laughs) <laughs> no, I am. Well, it's, I, it's it's a it's a curved scale. Yeah, I mean, see, you know, I, I love crazy, so yeah. I, I'm all about crazy. <laughs> I just, I'm not afraid to be honest about it. I was the crazy baby mama. Oh, she, you know, she's you know, trying to come in. Yeah. And, yeah, and you know, he'd I'd be like, "Where are you?" And he's like, "Work." I'm like, "Oh, where's my kid?" You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Amanda didn't have to work today. Okay, get her home now. You know, mm-hmm. and that's who I was after. I wish she was kidding. We tell the story about Braxton and Audrey were going to the same daycare, and <laughs> I was not allowed to pick both kids up from the same location <laughs> and drive them to the same location or drop them off. Yeah, no, Denny had to. It was had to be a separate trip. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, that is, yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. like, yep, that was that me. was me. <laughs> yeah, I did that. So after you so know, wait, can, can I? What did the daycare think of that? Oh boy. I mean, because <laughs> because there was, I mean, it was like a tense situation, and they're like, "Do we talk to her? Do we not talk to her?" Um, and I just, again, I tried to not put pressure on anybody. Like, you know, it's okay, we'll figure it out. Don't let anyone else get involved. But if they would go to Jamie and talk to Jamie about something, then Denny would get a phone call, and then I'd get a phone call. Or if they talk to me, I'm like, well, sh- "What do I do with it now?" Yeah. Now what I mean, do I do? It- and in my job, obviously, we deal with a lot of you know mm-hmm. custody and things like that. And and at the high school level, it gets a little easier because usually the kids just kids know what are they're able supposed to handle to do. stuff. Yeah. yeah, but I can't imagine having even two kids from the same family sitting in my office and one says, "Yeah, my mom will be here to pick me up," and then I'll I'll wait until dad <laughs> until <laughs> dad can come me. get me can come get the other kid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be that would be. <laughs> Hey, but it is what it is. You know why we're laughing? Because we've all survived. (laughs) We did survive it. Um, I'm sure that happens really more often than not. I'm sure. I mean, because there's some ugly. And I get you being um, protective. And like you said, you've waited a long time and you went through issues with it. Like, I mean, I can get it to where it's like, I'd be like, well, you're not mad. You know, like, that's his responsibility. He's got to go get Mm -hmm. her, you know, and that kind of thing. But. But I mean, it is especially looking back. I'm sure oh. it's funny that it's like, yep, that's what we had to do. And oh yeah. Now so I, I now I beg her to go get Braxton. Yeah, just go get them both. Yeah, once and, you're yeah once you're back on good terms, it's like, will anybody just go pick the kids? Please, yeah. right. so somebody take these kids. So Jamie Jamie has Braxton uh, once a month. She stays the night over there. It seems mm-hmm. like, and you know, in the beginning, I still because of how everything was. Amanda was reluctant with Jamie to have Braxton at the beginning because... And I'm just as protective. You know, I've never had to share or or deal with that. So, I mean, I did understand her perspective, but... I was like, well, I'm okay. You know, yeah. it's it's always okay when you're the person. Like, I'm not going to do anything, so it should be okay. But I wasn't, I wasn't okay with sending him She thought off. that because there was animosity that, you know that Braxton might be treated differently or mm-hmm. whatever. And Jamie, Jamie's trying to work through her issues, you know, with everything. So she's, you know, how about I just pick up Braxton? 
And I would have to come out, well, no, uh, we'll get her or we'll get him. We'll do whatever it takes to keep you from getting him is essentially what I should have said. And I think one time I said, she doesn't want me around him, does she? (laughs) And what did I say? No, she's okay with it. No, I don't think it's that. And I'm like, yeah, BS. Crazy can read (laughs) read crazy. (laughs) I'm much better now ever since the whole cancer thing. um, My whole perspective of, I guess, life has changed. Um, Let go of the little stuff. Um, It's in the past. There's nothing you can do about it now. Um, and I, it actually opened my eyes to, you know, why do I not get along with them? I don't want to be married to him. You know, right. I, I, I don't want to be with him anymore. We're, we're better now than we ever were when we were married. Yeah, we, Even the first often, day we were married. How often do you hear that though? Mm-hmm. After, after there's a divorce. I mean, I know some never and you, can and reconcile. You ha- and I'm sure like you have to work through that uncomfortable stage or that transition stage i mean type right. of thing but, but i right. hear so many people say man i really like my ex-husband or my ex-wife now that we're not together yeah. every day. but i think when that's being said i think it's being said sometimes even more in jest because it's a it's a controlled environment that you only see them you know so much mm-hmm. uh, we're we're together quite a bit yeah. right I mean, we do a podcast together now where we're together you know a day or two a week these two you know they've they've been to shows together we've done outings yeah yeah. Them. yeah so we've they've spent time together and they've become close friends and you know audrey our daughter and even braxton our son they don't they don't have to experience the negative side you know and our daughter doesn't have to grow up with mom and dad not able to really communicate right you know if we're still trying to save a marriage that wasn't working you know what kind of life does, would that create for her and you know, now we'll spend Christmas morning together, all mm-hmm. of us. And, um, you know, not everybody has to do that, but that's the reason for our podcast is to just show a different perspective mm-hmm. that, hey, you know, we can kind of make fun of ourselves. We can kind of make fun of the situation. You know, we, our podcast is a lot about helping people grow and get yeah. to, even if they can't get to this point, they can get to a point of, you know, not having the petty arguments and things that we had in the beginning mm-hmm. you know about you know, kind of a power struggle yeah between yeah. between two couples and instead just uniting to make the best life for a child for the kids end. yeah and our podcast too is so real i mean we come up with different topics you know sometimes amanda will will say hey let's talk about this or jamie will say hey let's talk about this or you know i i've come up with something but you know we try and do something uh, that's relating to families and kids and we put a different spin on it but on we're going to give you our opinion what works for us may not work for you right and we make fun of things that you may never think make fun of like saying that i gave audrey cancer that's how we that's how we deal with that stuff that's how we handled it with audrey you know um one time we were sitting in the hospital room and i said so what are we gonna do i mean her whole life is about to change completely how do you explain to a three-year-old that you're not going to get to go to the park for a little bit you're not going to get to hang out with kids you're Mm -hmm. not going to get to go to school um for a while Mm -hmm. and um i just like denny i said i'm just gonna tell her yeah you know and i sat on the bed and i said hey audrey you have cancer she said okay can i have my barbies yeah um okay yeah but i want you to know something it's gonna we're gonna come to the doctor a lot well, okay. okay. Can I have my Barbies now? Yeah, sure. But then, you know, she wants to go to a trampoline park or she wants to go to the park mm-hmm. with the other kids. And I'm like, Audrey, remember, your body is sick. You can't yeah. do that right now. So that started her, oh, my body's sick. So it wasn't, I'm sick. 
So when she felt bad, she's like, my body feels bad, you know? And it was never her, her feeling bad. So she never got down on herself, Mm -hmm. which was really good. So even, even when she lost her hair mm -hmm. uh, and uh, that was all three of us. Bald like babies. When they told us in the beginning, you're going to, she's going to lose her hair. Right. And it took a long time for that to happen. She had patches underneath that she was losing, but you know, she looks like an old man with a bad yeah, comb over. with a bad comb oh. over. So when we, it's okay to laugh about it. It was funny. <laughs> um, we, we, her, Jamie's friend is, has a hair salon, and we would go there, and we had her hair cut short, thinking, hey, we'll lessen the blow, right? right? So we'll prepare her for it, and uh, you know, we would just take turns, each of us crying, and stepping away, and you know, distracting her so she wouldn't see it, and you know, I can, I can't imagine trying to go through that without you know, the support of each other mm-hmm. that we had and, you know, up to and including, you know, the last time we went to the doctor about the hair or when we talked about hair, she said, I said, you know, I'm surprised she still has it. She said, well, this medicine's probably going to take it the rest of the way. And I said, okay, we'd been weeks and not really had a change, but the doctor's appointment was on Friday by the next weekend. It was almost all gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she had, she had just a bunch of scraggly hair on top of her. It looked so bad. She looked like Charlie Brown. She looked like Or honest. the Crypt yeah. Keeper. We're not sure. Yeah. One yeah. of those two things. So she loved McDonald's. And so I I told Jamie, I said, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna clean that head up of hers because, you know, I, I didn't know how you'd feel about it or whatever. So I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clean that up. She said, if you think you can. So we were laying on the floor watching TV like we do. And she said, I want a cheeseburger. I'm like you do. I think she was on steroids at this point. Yeah, so she food was. was food was yeah. the key to everything. Yeah. She she beefed up pretty quick, but lost it just as quick too. But so we're laying there, and I and she said, "I want a cheeseburger." And I said, "What do you want on it?" She said, "Just meat and cheese, nothing else." I said, "Okay, I'll make you a deal." She said, "What's that?" And I said, "Let Daddy shave the rest of that head, and I'll have Amanda go get you a cheeseburger." So she's she is way too smart for that. She is so she is such a smart kid. And she allowed it, so we went upstairs and got her head all all uh, shaving shaving creamed up, and I I got my razor out and took care of it. That was and while Amanda went and got the cheeseburger, yes, uh, got her too, didn't you? Yeah, I think we had to get two. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, just sharing that experience, and and when I was able to tell her, hey, I got I got that head done, and she was like, no, you didn't, and you know, sharing the excitement of sharing or of shaving Audrey's head bald. Right, I mean, think about right. that. It's just it's a weird thing to uh, to really talk about and celebrate, but mm-hmm. it's kind of what you, we do. You know, I I want to give uh, a shout out here. Our son is in is in kindergarten, and he has a uh, young man in his class who is also fighting cancer right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And I was amazed by the way the teacher handled it <clears throat> because similar to what you guys, I I I didn't know how the teacher would talk about it because. The young man can make it to school some days when yeah. his numbers are up enough, but then obviously he's gone for weeks on end. And and a, and a lot of times when he's there, like he'll have a mask, mm-hmm. yep. you know. I mean, and obviously he's bald. I mean, he he's bald, and and I he think was. back to being a child myself, and I think in in our era they would have just protected us and not oh, yeah. not talked about it. They talk very very openly about it, you know, that mm-hmm. his immune system is down. So. Yeah. All the, I mean, our son will come home and say, did you wash your hands? You have to wash your hands because oh, Bryce yeah. is sick. Do yeah. you know? I mean, and he's learning that. And the only thing, and it's it, it's not funny, but it is funny because I joke 
similar to you guys he came home and I, my hair fell out when i was 18 years old so yeah. i shaved my head bald every day because <laughs> i have no hair and he came home and he looked at me i could tell someone was bothering him and and he i think he even walked in here in the studio maybe i was working he said dad i need to ask you something i said okay what's up bud and he said do you have cancer and i said no why and he said well Bryce was at school today and they said he lost his hair because he has cancer and <laughs> you're bald like him yeah. and i'm like Oh my gosh! No. So, I, so we had to explain so, that you know not all you know people that are bald so, right. mean that they have some cancer, people but, choose. Yeah. But it, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I mean, I get exactly why he asked. Right. It's, oh, yeah. it's cool sure. to see little kids like that make a make that connection. Yeah, and, and, and you know, parallels. like he was. Uh, I remember last year, like when they were in four year old preschool, Alan came home one day and he was so excited because number he's excited every day. Bryce is there. Like that's mm-hmm. like one of his mm-hmm. really good friends, and he was like, "Guess what, mom." Bryce has his hair back. Nice. Aww. And I mean, yeah, like, nice. it was like, a, I don't know if, I don't know if they celebrated it, but he was so excited. And I'm like, but I think it's awesome. so much better. And again, shout out to his teacher because his teachers that he's had, instead of yeah. just hiding it and uh-huh. making Bryce kind Taboo. of the, I don't, I don't want to say the weird kid in the corner, but right. I feel like in our day and age, that's what would have happened. They'd have put oh, him yeah. over He's the like, corner. Way, Taboo, don't touch don't him. Don't, to him. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you don't spoke. want his germs. So all of us would have thought, man, what a weird kid or what, you know almost like he was contagious and we were all going to get sick but right. they have talked right. about it so openly that i feel like i just look at my son sometimes i'm like man i wish i was mature as mature as you at five yep. years old about mm-hmm. this sometimes because he just gets it like you these are the things we need to do to help bryce and this yeah. is what what needs yeah. to be done so it, it's just it's but it, it, on the flip side you know it's like we just sat here you guys have gone through this we have good friends that where i'm at that that just had a son diagnosed our son has one in kindergarten it's just unbelievable the number of stories that oh, yeah. that are out there that are yeah. out there. Audrey was the same way with her hair though. Um, I we have a picture. I think it's our profile picture where she's got her arms up and her head out, and it just just started getting warmer. It was the first warm day. She puts this new dress on. She's got bald head. She can't wear earrings anymore because it just keeps getting infected. She puts her head up and her hands up, and she looks up. She goes, "I love the air on my head," you know. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. we got to a point where we had to put her back in school. You know, it was time. We didn't want her to be a spoiled little brat. Um, she she is. Um, still. Still. And uh, my fear was kids were going to make fun of her. She's a little girl. She doesn't have any hair. So I said, well, Denny, I'm just going to talk to her if you don't mind. He's like, yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm just going to bring it up. And I said, hey, you know, you're getting ready to go to school. And a lot of the other little girls are going to have hair, but you're not. Are you going to be okay? And she said, Mm, yeah why won't I be okay and I said well I don't know if it'll hurt your feelings if someone says anything she said no I have no hair I'll just I tell love him, my head I love my head I'll just tell him it's growing back and I'm like you know what yeah you're right Thank you yeah. for teaching us something yeah yeah, oh, yeah. it's it's unbelievable it really yeah. is yeah. And, and and I, I say all the time because you know a lot of times this generation of kids gets picked on but they have more understanding and empathy towards people that, yeah. than we ever did. And I always joke is I can't take any of that credit. I don't know what the world has done that has helped some of that because yeah. I don't think I sit down and teach him, teach our boys that any more than my parents probably taught me. But right. it just we I think we expose them to so much more now. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm with you. I don't know. Maybe. You know, everybody talks about the new political correct nature of our lifestyle these days. Maybe that has something to do with it. Um, But I know, uh, you know, we've learned some valuable lessons through this as well. You know, always following 
uh, different people and, and learning their experiences, it makes you more in tune to really think about what you're saying and how you're saying it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's... I mean, you got to... You, when you... When you're taking your child to chemotherapy and you're, you meet all the other parents and their children in, in the hospital. And we met one girl that, um, just loved Audrey. She's like, your hair, your head is so beautiful. If I had a head that looked as good as yours, she was 13 or 12 or 12, 12. Um, she said, if I had, um, a head like yours, I wouldn't mind being bald. I wouldn't have to wear this hair thing. And she said, Oh, thank you. But Audrey would always compliment her hair, her head wrap. Well, we started seeing less of the little girl because she got ill and um, she ended up passing away. Audrey and I had gotten her a gift um, and we did not make it to her in time to give it to her. And Audrey said, Mom, we never got these socks to um, our friend. And I said, I know, honey. So that was my first time I had to talk about, well, she's in heaven now, Mm -hmm. you know. And she said, well, it's going to be a while before we can get the socks to her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to it's going to be a little bit, but she's uh she's better, you know. Yeah. And so that was hard uh, because but she didn't cor- she didn't think about it with her Grief. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, um it was You know, you that was you see time. so many you become attached mm-hmm. and you see other kids in there. And, and on the flip side of this, you know, when we were in R- Riley I couldn't believe the number of kids we saw in there without people, too. No, we're just alone. You know, just sitting alone Mm -hmm. in a hospital room, going through this. The nurses were the only ones playing with them. I mean, little tiny babies. Little tiny babies to three, four, five, six-year-old kids, you know, that they're coming out with their masks on. And they're tracking, you know, they want to play with you. And, you know, there's nobody there for them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just... that situation really opens your eyes. And I, I think that's part of the reason that, not to draw everything back to us, but I think the whole experience is why we're able to say, hey, why can't we just come together and be friends and parents? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the world needs that. Mm-hmm. And it the whole the whole thing has been has been an eye-opening experience, uh, you know, that I, I could get emotional talking about at any time. She's so. the great uniter is what we call her, you know, yeah. she united us um, mm-hmm. and for, for their benefit, really. I mean, both the kids. Yeah. And it just, it's so, it's so much better. It yeah. is so, so, so much and better. You know, do you not look back and think, God, how stupid were we? Oh, I, I, mean, I do constantly. I look back and I say, God, Jamie's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> how stupid was she? <laughs> but, I mean, just because I, I, and it's so easy sitting on this side, yeah, but. Mm-hmm. I know how petty I am and how, you know, my temper is and the way I would be. So it's easy for me not in your situation be like, come on, Jamie. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. though if I'm being honest, I would be 100 yeah. percent you. I, yeah. I, yeah. It took me being honest with myself. I'll be completely honest. I know, you know, you hear a lot of stories about divorced people. Um, you know, I have some friends that I'll look at them and go. Well, seriously, you're kind of being crazy. Maybe that's why he can't be nice to you, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I can I can look at myself, and I know my flaws now. Now, uh, I don't have any. Six years, six years okay, ago. I have one flaw. <laughs> six years ago, I, someone tried to tell me that, or I tried to tell myself that. <laughs> no. No. No, all I'm the perfect. flaws are across yes. the table. Right. Um, now I can say, you know what? Take responsibility for my actions. Uh, suck it up eat some crow and move on with my life and it's been 
great sense. He had to do a lot of that too. too. Don't let him. Yeah, don't let him fool I, I you. I did too. I, I look. I, I'm a much better dad than I am a husband. Oh yes, and I know that. And, and that's why we feel bad for Amanda. <laughs> she just hasn't had her eyes open. Yeah, yet. they still feel like he's <laughs> pulling the, the wool over her eyes. <laughs> right, he figured it out. But I, I mean, even on our podcast, we we spend a lot of time poking fun at each other's weaknesses. You know, mm-hmm. we it, it's. Our podcast, it's called Thank God Cancer Saved Our Divorce. It's not real religious. And, and that's what people think, or they think we're still married, which is really weird, because if we were still married and she was here, it just... That'd be awkward. But, and seriously, <laughs> I though, think it would have to have other... Cancer other, did a lot more than... Other, <laughs> right. Yeah, cancer made us a multi-family, yeah. sister wives. Sister yeah. wives. Yeah. There's a lot of those jokes. We've done some question and answer podcasts, and then, you know, we got to weed through those, because it, that's not what, what we're doing. But it's... Our podcast is about, you know all of us coming together as a family and spending time together, taking on some real life issues and just giving our opinion on different things that people, you know, run into. We do things on our podcast, you know, our, our podcast this last week was on conspiracy theories. First time we've ever done anything, not really family related. Yeah. But we, you know, we always, we always try and find something maybe even a little controversial. Um, and we don't always agree. We still, we still, make fun of each other on the podcast it's it's um, a lot of people question that too they're like do you feel stupid and seriously I'm like, she's being real yeah and i'm like uh no why until and you like, say something stupid and then you feel stupid yeah <laughs> and i'm like oh shoot yeah i'm gonna feel dumb um and i'm like no why and they're like well i feel like they make you look dumb sometimes and i'm like no i just say stupid stuff yeah like <laughs> i say dumb things yeah, and you know, I I don't that too. Yeah. Yeah. well she uh, and she does and i'm not saying this because you're dumb but I'm. But you're kind of dumb. <laughs> you do <laughs> things. Kinda. I mean, you're not afraid to be you on the podcast. Yeah. And yeah. you know, and, and you are funny. And it's, because they're usually making fun of me, so well, that no, makes it. No, it, I'm just kidding. Look, I get it a lot too. <laughs> no, we really. We spend most of the time making fun of. Yeah. Them. Yeah. It's Absolutely. usually those two making fun of me somehow and me deflecting. That's why I'm like, I'm no, I don't feel, no, I don't feel dumb. Right. I'm like, you're dumb. But, but people will people still to this day will still try and convince her it's an awful idea you shouldn't be doing this mm-hmm. because they're making you a spectacle yeah for oh, why? really yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah we get we get for as much support as we get we get a lot of what are you doing you're putting all your dirty laundry out there no i'm being real yeah. because if you're yeah. not real no one's going to relate to you because if i can sit back if me if I can sit back and say, I'm kind of crazy, you know, he's, he's right. Uh, I went a little crazy there and I can say, well, I got past it. You know, there was, there were, um, things that happened between the three of us before Denny and I were divorced. So it was, it's a lot of, you know, just put the past behind us. Now is what we, yes. Yeah. Which I mean, obviously it's something that like you said, I mean, you guys have all had to figure out i mean Mm -hmm. and again like you said that's what a lot of divorced couples have to do i mean they have to figure this out they have to figure you know like the next girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever you know being okay with this being okay with the kids yes look at it from her perspective too from amanda's you know she's she's got to become comfortable with my ex-wife and i yeah you know being friendly right and you know we still when there's a doctor's appointment we ride together and Mm -hmm. it's just she and i yeah. And we ride back and you know, it's we Jamie and I talk Usually on the phone. Should I make them bring me food? <laughs> now, yeah. And they can't pick Braxton up. 
both. If I'm there, we can. Yes. If yeah. I'm there, we no, can. No, I, I, my big thing, and I've always said it, I mean, on the podcast, I give Amanda the biggest props because I, I couldn't be her. Yeah. Right. I, I really couldn't. I know I couldn't be her. But could you be I, her now? No. Still couldn't do it? I don't know. I don't think I could. Uh, I don't know. I think you've grown. I've grown, but. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Amanda had a baby shower. Guess who threw it? I did. Uh, I mean, Jamie did. Mm-hmm. And she deserves, you know, they both deserve props for. Dealing you know, with him and. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've only been here an hour and I, I can see that. I am a peach. Yes, I, I am a peach. People love me. Right? I mean, you both loved me. Uh-huh. At some point. <laughs> did you add a D on the end of that? Loved? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she, I mean, when, when we found out Amanda was pregnant, because funny story, Jamie and I tried to have kids. I had had a vasectomy in 1999, maybe 2000, and when Jamie and I married, we, you know, she was younger, wanted kids, whatever, so we went and we went to St. Louis and had my vasectomy reversed, which I'm sure you can understand. That's a fun process. He refuses to do. <laughs> oh, that's not. No, that's not true at all. Oh, it is kind of true because you said that I'm the one that needs to take care of that no, no, part no. of it, and you no, no, are no, not. No, 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 no. <laughs> I am. What he said I, no, I am more than open to get it done. You want a third? I well, don't. Well, that's I'm a different conversation. Oh, now, well, this done. just got bigger. Look Holy what mackerel. you've done. See, he ruins everything. <laughs> now, what what that, you're yeah, talking about? Issue. What you're talking about is when they did your second C-section with our second child and said while we're in there do you want us to go ahead and tie things up and i said sounds like a great idea <laughs> <laughs> and i said we haven't you're, made you're that already decision there. Just yet. yeah it's, it's already yeah. time i mean he's like you're already like opened up you know right? what? who's the victim? i even I asked think... in the in the surgery if we could still change our mind <laughs> yeah yeah that's right. <laughs> i think she'd do it after the third though that's yeah, what that's i said, what said. <laughs> I'm like after that i would give me do that, that one and i'll do it <laughs> yeah compromise uh, so <laughs> So yeah, we so we went and we paid and we almost made like a little vacation trip to St. Louis. She says I never took any took her anywhere when we were married, Tennessee, except for Tennessee, St. Louis, <laughs> Florida twice. I I don't know, but um, look at her, she's rolling her eyes. So we went to St. Louis. We had that done. We had my vasectomy reversed, and we just didn't think it worked. And turns out right. Amanda it gets pregnant. It Surprise! Work. And she's one of the first calls we make. Hey, we've got a baby coming, and we're gonna name it Jamie. And <laughs> that's her middle name. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we're not naming. It. That would no. be weird. That would. That would be, that would be weird. weird. I think that crosses a line. That does cross a line. <laughs> we do have a line somewhere. Yeah, yeah. it's just very it's deep. Very, it's very, very deep. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Jamie, to go back to what you said, it's. Being real, I think, today is so tough for people, and I think social media has only made that stronger because I just look online, and, you know, everybody wants to post the picture-perfect life. And that's even what, when Callie and I started Married with Children, like, it was... we're not perfect we're not perfect parents we don't have a perfect marriage we don't have i mean last night you know you talk about the bruises she comes home from a basketball game and our son's getting ready to our five-year-old's here and go to bed and she goes what happened to his chest well our 18 month old bit him i mean he just got got a hold of it i'm like i don't remember seeing that (laughs) nope 
Nope. And I was sitting there. And Sometimes I, with boys, you just don't ask questions. Yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. And you're like, I don't it know. It looked like a floor burn. Like, Everybody's still alive. We're Why'd okay. you drag him across the floor? I, know. <laughs> I just did not. I ask, I ask our five-year-old, I go, why didn't you punch him in the face? And he's like, because <laughs> he's my little brother. And I'm like, I don't know where you got that because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dead and I'm thinking him. about punching him in the face <laughs> right now for doing this. I'm like, I don't have any idea when he chomped on your chest how you did not just knock him out. So let me ask a question. Were you... Were you not with them when this happened? No. So I was, that's why the question came up. Oh, You're yes, like, somebody's yes. going to tell me what happened. Well, here. yeah, because I was at home, and so he was watching him, and that's when I came home, and he was running around without a shirt on, and I'm like, what? T- come here. What? <laughs> yeah, she that? walked straight in, and he wanted to hide and surprise her, so I'm out here, and she walked straight in, I hear, come here, and I thought, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it was literally she within, like, it. two minutes. She's like, what happened? I'm like, I... He was trying to keep the 18-month-old out of something, and all of a sudden, Alex just bit him. I mean, just locked on. <laughs> See, I would have started, were you not watching him? Oh, what you do? God. Did you fall asleep? I would have, there would have been a deposition involved at some oh, point, I I'm never sure. even went there, I just because I know it doesn't matter if you're watching him. My one-and-a-half-year-old, he is wild. Oh. <laughs> He's nuts. They always say you get one good one and then one round. Yeah, one. the first one was good. The second one, I'm like, That's the only oh thing God. working in my favor to not have a third. Yeah, he's like, do you really so want another one I'm, that could turn out? I'm like, what are the chances that you got a 50-50 shot? I'm not taking the shot. <laughs> yeah. Audrey was... Oh, she was so it's hard. Funny. I asked on one of our podcasts, I said, so, you know, she wanted kids. Amanda, how many kids do you want? All of the kids. She wants all of the <laughs> like, kids. I don't have a number. If somebody doesn't want their kid, just go ahead and bring them to me. Yeah. I, I would have something to say about that. That's, I just want you. That's not true. It's like the puppy thing. Like, just, you know, just, it'll be there. Just when drop them home. off. Don't Jamie, ask questions. Ha- Jamie, yeah. you have Audrey. How many more kids do you None. want? <laughs> she didn't even let me get done with the question. None. See, and, and Callie, I, I have been very open and understanding, and she hates when I say this, but... I have no problem with her having a third. It's just not going to be with me, which would be a whole nother, a whole nother podcast. I mean, I, right. you can she, join ours. She, yeah. can, <laughs> she can go and figure that whole situation out. I just hope that whoever it is has a trust fund and right. lots Let of, them be rich. Lots right? of money. Yeah. Um, Here's the fun thing for me. I'm working on number five. I've so far I've created three of the five. So yeah. It's we've adopted Audrey. I'm adopting Braxton, and uh, yeah, I, I I assume I'm adopting Braxton. Well, according to him, he doesn't want to be a Broins. Yeah, so. yeah. He said I don't want to be a Broins. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Have you he been also, talking to Jamie? He also calls that his middle name. So yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. what are some of the topics that you guys have gone through? Have, well, first of all, how many episodes have you guys done? We counted uh, 24. Yeah. So we're out Mondays. We come out Mondays. Uh, I always say before your you have your morning coffee. And um, our first three were bad, so they please, all are. Yeah, please, they, they are. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, our microphone was bad. Mm. We were clicked we were in and out. It sitting was so at a bad. poker table in our basement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then I built the studio, or we built the studio, and then we started getting better equipment. And now, now we're right there. Mm. You know, from about the fifth episode. Uh, the other thing on our first few, the continuity was great. So we released our first one in February. And our second one, I don't know, in about June. Yeah, we had um, a lot going on. Yeah. You so know. We, so then it he's took like, us we, a minute. We have to get this going. Well, that was my thing. I said, if we're going to do this, the one thing we have to be is consistent. Because if, if we want to if we want to have, tell our story and we want people to commit to listen to us. You got to put it out there. Well, let's mm-hmm. put it out there. Yeah. And I don't want to be... You know, I'm a, I'm a, I listen to a lot of podcasts. More, I hardly listen to the radio. Right. Me too. And I... I get, I found myself 
I've always wanted to do a podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, this was actually Jamie's idea that we do this one because she knew I wanted to do one. And she said, we've got a good story to tell. Mm-hmm. So kudos to her because at first I didn't really think so. Um a jerk i didn't know that well i, I just didn't <laughs> listen surprise I, I didn't think you'd be very good at it he does tell me that a lot i do i you didn't know, you're think you're better be than i thought you'd be she is she's entertaining mm-hmm. she she knows when to come in she knows when to get out amanda's the same way the only thing if we could k- get amanda to stop yawning on our podcast <laughs> she's pregnant she's I, tired I'll work in like two months i'll do good <laughs> No, what you're insinuating you will you'll have all the sleep you need then. Yes, because you're no, insinuating I, that Denny's going to get up with the baby. No, I oh, don't okay. mind staying up all night, but I can usually function on no sleep. Mm-hmm. Right now, my body says no, you can't. Yeah, because you have two humans. <laughs> That's but, right. So you know, we were uh, this this whole idea of doing this podcast was hers. It, I didn't think she was going to be as good at it as she really is. So all of us, the, the, the dynamic, the podcast I had listened to, uh, I would be frustrated when I expected them to be there and they were not, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I would, I would focus, I would mow my yard when I knew I could listen to a podcast. Right. So sometimes I was just telling Amanda the other day, I would wait a day or two days, or sometimes I would just give up and find another podcast because mm-hmm. they're not going to release. So I said, if we're going to do it, we've got to put right. it out on the day we say, and, you know, come hell or high water, we do it. Yeah. So that's that's where we're at. Uh, we've been very good since we built the studio. Our content, though, to answer your question, um, first we kind of give a background. Um, we also talk about the rules that I laid out for Amanda. Um, we do um, content on, you know, how to get past all this, sort of, how we did it. We talk about co-parenting, divorce, Audrey. cancer. Um, Audrey's actually on one of our episodes. We do cool. Audrey and Braxton both. Yep. We introduce them to our listeners. Do they like yeah. being on? They love it. Yeah, Aud- <laughs> Audrey likes to sing. That's what Both I, of them do. Alan, that's yeah, what Yeah, our five-year-old, he's out here all the time. He's like, Dad, can we do a little podcast? I mean, so he just wants Aww. to talk in the mic, and he's been on an episode with us. Yeah. But he loves just to come out here and eat. I, I can turn on the echo. He loves effect, the echo, so he version. just wants to sit here and hear himself echo back and forth. That's so. funny. They can just come to our podcast. That's how we sound most of the time. <laughs> I think if um, Audrey has to take a little bit longer to warm up to the situation because she thinks she's talking to more than just us. So I think once she does it a couple more times, she will. She won't shut up. Yeah. Sure. yeah. She. I took her into the studio one time, just she and I, and created. She actually wrote. A song. She didn't write it. She just sung it. She did. Well, I mean, she came up with it right off the top of her head. It's one of Jamie's favorites. What? How's it going, Jamie? Um. Okay, we're clean. Um. Daddy's the best. Daddy's the best. She when sings. She, sings she out of nowhere. The best. If you ever listen, I play it once an episode. Oh, it comes at in least. somewhere. <laughs> at least. At least. And it's about fourteen seconds long. And, and just to be clear to our listeners, and I, I did give them this up front, I usually always do, but because of their story, I did not. Um, I am subscribed. I have the downloads in my phone since they reached out, but I have not even listened. So sorry, Juice. Sorry, BJ, my good buddies. Um, I haven't even listened to theirs yet, mm-hmm. but uh, because I wanted to hear it, and I'm glad I didn't, honestly, because mm-hmm. if I'd had some of the background of that, I, I don't think... 
I don't know that I'd ask. I don't know if I'd ask Amanda the question. Right. I would have. So because no one else mm-hmm. has. Uh, yeah. That was a great question. It was. So I, I. That's why. So if people are like, "Wow, it's kind of weird," because usually I can. Usually <laughs> yeah. I can say. He's usually no. talking about well when I listen to this episode. I love yeah. this. You know? or I love that. Yeah. So for our listeners, that is why I have not watched any or listened to any of theirs um, yet. So well. We're at an hour and 15 minutes, which is crazy. Because Denny talks a lot. <laughs> um, I'm the producer. But tell people where they can find your stuff. Social media correspondent, All go. All right. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at TGCSOD. You can email us, TGCSOD at gmail.com. And you can go to our website, ThankGodCancerSavedOurDivorce.com. And find us on Facebook, Thank God Cancer Saved Our Divorce. Usually if you type in Thank God Cancer you're going to find yeah, us not too many people are saying that thanks yeah. cancer you yeah. know so. we also on our website you can find all of our all of our episodes we we've just are you guys on iheart uh no not yet we need to we, that is one we I just get got over. on there it's mm-hmm. it's great so we're on iheart we're on apple podcasts um all Spotify, of them anchor all that all yeah. of them that you can think of we've finally made the gamut there i think so and you know Again, I want to make sure we're clear to our listeners. We're real. So when and, we get out there, we're talking about, you know, we sometimes can get a little inappropriate because we try and give off the... the Most of the time we're inappropriate. You. Yeah. I'm usually <laughs> trying to draw everything back. But, you know, not that and we're it, they're bad. All, they're all opinions. You know how it goes. People oh, yeah, are like, how yeah. can you think that? Yeah. You know, so, I'm like, oh my God, we're going to lose listeners. Oh, Lord yeah. have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, it's a real podcast about real parents and... You know, working through relationships, and we, we're just glad to continue to tell our stories. And mm-hmm. if people have things that they want to hear us talk about or they want to get kind of our take, don't hesitate to reach out, email, however. Awesome. Cool. And to our listeners, just a couple things here to update real quick. Um, if you're going to be in the Indianapolis area December 20th, uh, head over to Vern's Place, Indianapolis, Indiana. It is Team Roller versus Team Choose for Roast War Championship 6. I know a lot of you have heard me talking about Roast War Championship 6 um, and all the Roast War Championships, but Juice and I actually drafted our teams. So each of us has a team. There is a side bet uh, that... There'll be more information coming out on, but basically, whichever, if Juice's team beats my team, Juice gets to pick out my outfit for our big, uh, our big roast battle and vice versa. Wow. Uh, I don't know that I would have agreed to that. So (laughs) I uh, I got a lot of faith in my group, man. I got, I got some strong comedians backing me up. And then uh, January 30th, live at Crackers, me versus Juice in the cage uh, with Riggler stand-up and Brad Riggler with the Roast War Championship. Roastamania. Uh, see which one of us comes out as the best roasting podcaster. And um, those of you who also listen to Juice in the Morning uh, still show up, even though you know for a fact I'm going to be the one that comes <laughs> out. Uh, but I, I still need your support there that night, even though you know what's going to We'll be happen. there. We're coming. Yep. It, it's going to be a blast. Um, I, I've... Juice is off on vacation. I spent the weekend writing, so you know it just keeps <laughs> on. It is so funny whenever I coming. see like some one of the two of you post something on Facebook, and I'm just like I'm just scrolling. He usually doesn't tell me like if he posts something, I'm scrolling. I'm like, oh my gosh, did you really say that, <laughs> or did he really say that about you or to I'm you? I'm excited. And, I've only, I mean, I, I just met you, but we we did a podcast with Juice, and yeah. I saw that, and I was like, I told Denny and Amanda, we're going to that. Yeah. Oh, we're going. Insane. I know. I'll be honest, if people haven't gone yet, I mean, it is it is one of the best things. It's cool. Callie's got to go one time. I went yeah. up 
and Judge, the last one, Rose War Championship 5. Um, it is a great group of comedians. They're all local. Um, they, I mean, <laughs> they will come after each other in ways that you can't even imagine. It yeah. is just so much fun. Regular puts on a great production, great show. So, yeah, so Rose War Championship six team juice versus team roller um come out uh free at verns no cover charge probably the last chance you're going to get for a free show with brad riggler and rose war championship then january 30th that's a thursday night at crackers comedy club um it is roastamania and someone one of the actual comedians not juicer myself will go home with the roast war championship belt as the greatest roaster but i will also leave as the greatest podcast roaster um after i destroy juice inside until the we get into the game for roast war seven <laughs> just kidding just kidding <laughs> yeah, be just careful kidding. i i interviewed riggler on this show and just said i'm calling juice out and I thought he might be like, oh, yeah, we'll squeeze you in at the end of a show. No. We became like the entire oh, production. Oh, my <laughs> Way to go. I'm kidding. I'm so, kidding. But, guys, thank you so much. Oh, thank um, you. Thank you. We appreciate much. you thank guys you. making the drive down. We would love to return the favor sometime and come up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and be on the show with yeah. you guys. And uh, our setup isn't quite this nice. No. <laughs> it's close quarters. It's, you know. We have a fan. It's taken a long time to get here, and it's funny because Callie was here with me and my buddy that did Throttled Up. The little audio interface right here that only does two mics is what we started with with really? a card table. On our, yeah, a card table with just like the regular folding chairs. And I think and- we maybe had three guests in the time that we had it like that because – you know, people would walk in and they'd be like, oh, what are we doing here? That's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's it. So, uh, yeah, it's grown a lot and we appreciate everybody that supports us, but we would love to come up yeah. and hang out with you Oh, guys. yeah, we'd love, love to have, have you. you. All right, everybody. And we will be back again um, next week with another episode of Married with Children.